Create Your Victory Boundary Plan, Episode 106. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back to another beautiful week here at Awaken You in Your Marriage. Now, this past month, I have been doing another deep dive into boundaries in my relationship master coach training. So I thought I would bring to you something from a project that I created on boundaries, and I am also preparing another book review, drumroll, of Boundary Boss by Terry Cole. So a whole bunch of boundary stuff because the stats show that you all loved my review of Terry Reel's new book, Us. I know that I said I was going to be doing more of those book reviews and to be 100% transparent I need practice at them because they take me some time. Uh, I just want to share all the things. Like I just want to sit here and read the whole book to you. So I am bringing my second book review and I hope that my process becomes more simplified so that I can bring you more book reviews and help you decide if you want to go get those books and use that information in your own relationship. With this episode, I also, if you're wanting to learn more about boundaries, you're going to want to go back to episode 75, which was how to create healthy boundaries in your marriage. And this was a masterclass that I taught back in July of last year. Definitely check that out as well. I have action steps as well in that class. Second, before we dig into this victory boundary plan, I am working on some marriage resources for all of you, and I would love to hear directly from you what problems you would love to solve in your marriage. If I could wave a magic wand and change one thing in your marriage, what would that one thing be? I want to hear from you. Send me an email, christine at christinebonjavani.com. Go to my socials, direct message me. Heck, send me a text message if you want. I would love that. And then the last thing I want to talk about before we dig into this victory boundary plan, I want to talk about... If you are struggling with the negative thoughts you have about your spouse, like it feels as though there is nothing positive you can conjure up in your mind about your spouse and really nothing positive about your marriage, then my abundant love, 
mini course is exactly what you need to get started in the way of having more abundant and loving thoughts about your marriage. Now, if you do have abundant loving thoughts about your marriage, but in some areas you do not, or if you just want to create more abundant, compassionate, loving affirmations about your marriage and about your spouse, then download that course. Because in that course, what you will do is you will create a love list. And this love list is an affirmation list that you create to start getting a different result in your marriage, to start really looking at your relationship from a different perspective, from a perspective that actually starts getting you exactly what you do want in that relationship. All right, now let's dig into the good stuff. So if you take care of shared responsibilities in your marriage, if you say yes when you wish you would say no, if you don't take time to resolve conflict because your spouse won't listen, or you keep dinner warm for a partner that can ever make it home for dinner, and you're feeling resentment over any of these sort of things, then today's episode is going to help you so much. It's going to help you understand why you're doing what you're doing and why it even bothers you. It's going to help you figure out what your desired result might look like. What is it that you want that you're not getting right now? I am going to help you create a plan to address this situation that is causing you so much resentment. I am going to help you figure out how to sit down with your partner, talk about this situation, work it out, co-create a solution, and then share forgiveness with them and thank them for listening to you, for working it out with you, and then how to keep moving forward and sticking to your plan and actually even reevaluating how the plan is going so that you can decide how you might want to tweak it. Let's start with you getting really clear on the problem that you want to work on. Because In reality, there's probably a laundry list of things that you might want to change in your marriage. I want you to just focus on one. And I would suggest that you find one that feels less volatile, less emotional, and seems like an easier problem to resolve. And on the other hand, you can totally take this outside of your marriage and apply it to a less close relationship, somebody else that you feel like you need to put boundaries around how much you're giving, how much they're taking, and start there to get some practice before you start using this in your marriage. So what I want you to do is I want you to pick that problem. 
And for the sake of this episode, I am going to pick a problem that actually was a problem in my marriage. And we came up with a plan to work around it. And the problem was that when we were out in public settings, maybe at a party, a gathering, what we both noticed is that the other one was what we what I'm going to say making fun of the other using the other person in a way to draw attention to them possibly in a way that wasn't comfortable with the other partner so maybe I'm talking about something that Jeff and I have privately talked about, but now I go out into uh, a gathering and I start talking about it or kind of making light of it in conversation when it was never made clear that that was something for me to share. All right. So I'm going to use that example as we go, as I go through what I'm sharing with you today. With this situation, what you would want to do is think about in the past when this has happened for you or when it happens. So now let's say today, I want to start thinking about this. So moving forward, when we're at gatherings, I wait for something like this to happen and really pay attention to what it is about this that bothers me so that I can start learning what's going on for me so that I'm able to actually articulate the problem to my partner, right? Instead of just saying, getting all angry and mad at him for doing it, I want to be able to explain to him What is going on for me? So that's where you start is really just paying attention to when those circumstances come up and what is going on for you. What is it that you want to work on talking about? What is it I will accept? And what is it I won't accept using this example, right? I want to pay attention to that for myself. I'm not talking at all to my partner yet about this. I want to look at this situation and what would be okay for him to talk about and what is not okay for him to talk about. And there might be some blurred lines there, right? As we move forward and start paying attention, we'll get more clear But you want to look at that and then really looking at what it is about this specific problem that bothers me and why, right? So in this particular example, of course, for either one of us, I'm just going to use myself as the example. This is something that really both of us talked about. We were both doing it. And I think we were both doing it because who knows who started, but one was doing it 
And then the other one would do it kind of in a way to get back, like a little payback, right? So I am just going to look at this as this being my problem that I'm addressing. And I think actually in real life, that's probably what happened. I don't know. For me, what was bothering me about this is it's it was often something, like I said earlier, that we had talked about in private. And then he's sharing it out in private, something that I hadn't granted him the okay to share with anybody else. And so that was what was bothering me. Now, what you want to do is you want to dig deep inside of yourself as you've been paying attention and really maybe journaling about it, writing about it. You want to check in with yourself and pay attention to what old unconscious stuff might be coming up for you. What might be getting in the way of me being clear-minded? So I can ask myself, am I projecting some sort of inner insecurity about myself onto my partner and blaming them? And I guess we might be able to say that is what I was doing. But the truth in this example is that this was something I had privately shared. What we would say in recovery is, anonymity, right? What we say here stays here. It's not yours to share out in the public. Now, if I'm out in the public talking about it, that is 100% different. That's mine to share. And even if I'm sharing it, the question of, is it okay for him to share it? I say no, (laughs) but um, that could be a topic of conversation between the two of you. Also, am I transferring something that has happened in a previous relationship dynamic onto my spouse? Who might they be reminding me of? And now in this situation, maybe I should have picked something different, but this is a very personal situation, right? Where somebody is sharing out in public in a way to not, they're not lovingly sharing it. They're actually doing it in a manipulative way, in a way to make their partner feel bad, Now, consciously, they might not be thinking that. I'm going to share this to make them feel bad. But this is what they're doing. They're trying to lift themselves up and they're putting their partner down. And has this happened in the past? Quite likely it has. For me, it has happened. And in this situation, of course, there was another specific situation where I felt this same way. Then also asking how this behavior between the two of us might be familiar. So now we're looking at the actual behavior of doing this, sharing something that isn't for us to share. 
this was familiar to me because it did happen in my family. People would talk about other people without their permission. And so you sort of learn these things and you learn why they're bothering you and they're, and then you learn why you're doing it, even though it doesn't feel good. For, for me, when I did it, I knew it wasn't feeling right for me, but I had seen it modeled. And in this situation, how might I be confusing my partner? How, how might I be confusing Jeff with a parent? And of course, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but there are many times when I am sort of confusing that. Like we have our parents as a model when we're children and we get used to the way they treat us. And often we end up in relationship with partners that are very similar to one of our parents. And of course, this was an unhealthy dynamic that did I could draw back to my childhood. And so what I needed to do was really address what was going on, why this wasn't healthy, and how I was going to talk about it in a way that wouldn't cause an argument. And of course, I couldn't control whether it would cause an argument or not, whether he would get defensive or not. But I wanted to be able to talk about it, express what was going on for me, and acknowledge how I was doing the same thing, asking for forgiveness for what I had done, and sharing how we could move forward and start breaking this cycle. So then the next step is to start practicing visualizing and embodying what you really want, your desired result. And so that's why I say start with something that might be a little less emotionally reactive and maybe you start with somebody else and then really role-playing with somebody else, maybe with a therapist or with a coach or with a friend, role-play different scenarios that could happen in the party, right? And um, even thinking about how we want to show up at a party, how we want to have each other's backs, how we don't want to pick at the other person and degrade them in front of other people. And then really visualizing ourselves in playing that role, but then also visualizing how we're going to show up when one of us, and so we're looking at me here, when he does something that feels like a share that wasn't for him to share. Now, the next step is to write it all out. Okay? 
You're going to take notes. You're going to be writing all the way up through this process. And you're going to kind of structure how you're going to bring this up to your partner. You're going to use really simple and direct language while you're feeling compassion for yourself, compassion for your, maybe maybe not compassion for your partner, of course, compassion for your partner, but empathy for why they're doing it. I mean, in this example, we're feeding off of each other, <laughs> right? And keeping it short and concise. It doesn't need to be a long, drawn out situation. And I think that is truly why a lot of us don't address our conflicts because one, we haven't broken it down. We haven't really looked at what is going on in this conflict. We're talking about boundaries here, but a lot of times the boundaries are around conflict. We haven't pulled out all of the weeds. We haven't narrowed it down. And then it ends up being this long conversation where by the end you're emotionally dysregulated. You don't even know what you were talking about to begin with. (laughs) Like, why are we even here? You've gone down a bunch of rabbit holes. But with this plan, it really, really shouldn't take you more than 15 minutes. It's going to be clear and concise. You do not even need to convince them of why you want to implement this boundary. You might want to share enough information so that your partner can better understand what your request is about, to better understand that this has really been thought out. I'm not reacting to something that just happened. I've been consciously thinking about this in a healthy way so that we can work together to make this better for both of us. And then once you've written it all out, I want you to schedule a time that's appropriate to have this conversation. Make sure you have space around this time. You can share with your partner, I really only want this to be a short conversation. It doesn't, I only need like 15 minutes. Don't make it too late at night. Don't make it right before bed. We all want to relax before bed so we can sleep. Plan it during a time when you can take time to talk about it and connect afterwards. All right. And then remembering always that at the time of this meeting, you can never control how your partner responds. They're not sure what you're bringing to them. So their automatic response might be defensiveness, depending upon what your history has been around all of this type of conversation. But remember that if you've practiced that role play, you've embodied how this is going to go, you've visualized it, then you have practiced how to respond. And really, we can just let them disagree. We can let them defend themselves, and then just let it be. But also making sure, like I've said many times in the beginning of this conversation, you make it clear 
that you have something thought out and planned to say and that you would appreciate it if you could just be given the space and time to get it out and yes, bring your notes and let them know, yes, I do have notes so that if things go awry in my brain, I have something to ground myself with. And then forgive your partner. Start brand new. Forgive them for their past behavior. And like in this example, I will ask for forgiveness for my behavior. I'll ask for forgiveness for not really knowing about boundaries in the past. And then let them know that you love them. You can even start out this conversation that way. I think that is one of the best ways to start these conversations is, honey, I first want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that I'm for you and I'm for us. Okay, now, and then get into it, right? And then you can also share that you are learning how to speak your truth, And that through this journey that you're going on, it is going to help you love them better. Help you love yourself better, of course. But sharing with them, this is going to help me love you so much better. From a place of freedom, instead of from a place of self-abandonment, instead of from a place of needing you to show up in a certain way so I can feel loved, right? All those things. And then give them some thanks. Like give them a big hug if it's within your capacity. Tell them thank you for bearing with you because this was hard for you. If it was hard, I mean, admit that if you want to, (laughs) you don't have to. I'm just suggesting, making suggestions here, but also express gratitude towards yourself for standing up for what you need. Sister, this is so huge. And then practice sharing appreciation when you see them playing out your boundary request. And even when they forget and you remind them and they apologize and they comply, express gratitude. Say, thank you so much, honey. That was, I had such a great time at that party. We loved on each other. We loved on all the people that we shared with. We didn't backstab each other. We didn't make subtle derogatory comments about each other. We were an example of love. And then there's one more step to take, and that is really implementing this boundary, paying attention to how that feels. If it still doesn't feel quite right, then you get to reevaluate your boundary. You get to make adjustments and you can share that with your partner. Hey, this is what we tried. I think we need to tweak it a little bit more and this is why. And you would go through in that evaluation, you would do that 
all the way from the beginning of this. So you would really look at what is coming up for you. Why isn't this gate? Why isn't this fence big enough? Do I need to make it bigger? Or can I make it smaller? Okay, you guys. So that's what I have for you. I have the steps to creating a victory boundary plan. And as a sweet little gift to all of you, I am going to make the worksheet available to you. You can go to the show notes and find it there. I would love to hear what you might be struggling with, what you want to possibly place boundaries on, but what you're struggling with in the process. Like, how do you do it? Or maybe you're not even sure what a boundary would look like, but you know you're struggling with something. You're not happy with the way something is going in your marriage. So what I would love to offer to you, as always, is that courageous conversation inquiry call, which is all about, like in this episode, bringing what it is you're struggling with. Like you're having resentment maybe about the fact that you feel like you're working full time and managing the whole, all of the household jobs, all of the household tasks. You're not getting any help. That is something you need to put some boundaries on if it's bothering you. If it's not bothering you, then it's not a problem. So today what we did is we found some clarity around one thing you are doing or allowing in your marriage that is causing you tension, angst, and or resentment, or a multitude of other emotions that are not feeling all that wonderful. We then took time to understand why it bothers us and what old unconscious stuff maybe coming up for us. And then we decided what end result we might want. Then what we did is we planned out a conversation that we could have with our partners. And then we had the conversation. We forgave them for past behaviors. We asked for forgiveness for not expressing and allowing the resentment to continue. And then we thanked them for their time and for listening and for giving you some space. And then we put it into action. We followed through to see what happened. Now, if anything we discussed here today resonated with you and you would like help working through your own unique situation so that you can come up with a plan that you can actually take to your partner and work through them, please book that Courageous Conversation call and I would love to help you get started. All right, my loves, I love you all so much and the courageous work that you are doing in your marriages. Keep it up. Keep coming back and listening to all the things that I'm gonna share and all the things that I'm doing over here. Oh, and I have to share that right before Valentine's Day, I did a CBS interview and I shared six tips 
to creating a healthy marriage. I am going to share the link in the show notes so that you can check it out. And thank you all so much for doing all this work in your marriage. I love you all. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Oh,